Welcome to The Light Ahead, a fiction podcast that investigates the question, what would 2030 look like if the U.S. had an economy that truly worked and cared for everyone? Keep on pushing for a better future. Pushing for a better future. The U.S. has an imagination gap when it comes to the economy. We generally think that we have to choose one-ism or another, like capitalism or socialism. But the reality is... Our options are as diverse as those who can dream them because we continually create the economy every single day with our actions and choices. This podcast is designed to help us all practice expanding our economic imaginations to take us out of the what is and help us dream what could be. A production of Avalon Story and Beloved Economies. Each episode was co-created by a Hollywood screenwriter and a change maker at the cutting edge of transforming our economy. For this project, we didn't ask them to tackle the question of how, but rather to dream, using the magic of storytelling to help us all imagine possible futures. Keep on pushing for a better future. Pushing for a better future. I'm Makia, your guide as we venture into future timelines filled with possibility. For this episode, prepare yourself for the phenomenon that is Starfleet Pension Fund, the futuristic TV sensation sweeping the nation. We'll hear galactic battles, scheming villains, and brave heroes, all while learning about pension funds and hedge funds. During this space saga, we'll pull back the curtain to hear from the collaborators responsible for this visionary tale. Nat and Veronica Moonhill, this episode's writers and directors, and Dr. Ashby Monk, a research faculty member at Stanford University and a member of a research center focused on design, governance, and management of some of the world's biggest investment organizations. For now, make sure your preconceptions are powered down and your mind is unlocked in the expansive position. This is Starfleet Pension Fund. Turmoil has engulfed the galactic economy once again. In the aftermath of the interstellar trust bust of the late 2020s, there is a power vacuum, and all parties are rushing Eugene. to renegotiate Eugene. their contract. What? I'm watching my show. Entertain me. Entertain yourself. Meditate. Journal. Read a book. Barf. Stare at a wall. Barf. Or you could finally watch Space Fleet Pension 5000 with me. I'm about to watch one of the most famous episodes. Ew, I don't care. All right. If you don't like it, I'll take over weeding the green roof for a year. Whoa. Okay. Deal. Yes! Welcome aboard the Starship Pension 5000! Oh, God. I already regret this. Here we go. Contracts. Amidst the chaos, one rogue financial officer will... Skip. Don't I need to hear that? Okay. Pension 5000 equals good guys. Avery is the captain. She's in charge of retirement funds for the entire Earth. It's pretty self-explanatory. You just need a working understanding of pension fund investment strategies. Okay. Ashby, I need you to run a quick analysis. Yes, Captain. Should I hit or stay? Why are you wasting my vast analytical powers to cheat at online poker? It's only cheating if you get caught. 
Incoming transmission from accountability officer Tidwell. Ah, oh, screep. Tell them I'm busy color coding a spreadsheet or something. They'll love that. Actually, Captain, in accordance with the Funding, Accountability, and Responsibility Transparency Act of 2024, or FARTA, I am only permitted to block an accountability officer's call in an extreme emergency. Okay, fine. How do I look? Accountable? I am not equipped to assess that. Okay, put Tidwell through. Captain Cowpers! Tidwell! Only my friends call me Tidwell. You will address me as accountability officer Tidwell. I'm hoping we can become friends, Tidwell. Oh, really? Then maybe you can explain why you've been taking meetings with ridiculous startup founders behind my back. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about Flopface. Oh, that? We just ran into each other on the recreation feed and had a casual little chit-chat. Ooh, tell me more about Flopface. It's a social network for species that breathe through facial flaps or possibly flip-flops for your face. We're still brainstorming. You are blowing my mind. My fund wants in. I'll shoot over an investment memo right now. I can explain. You initiated an investment memo without consulting your accountability officer? Okay, so I took one meeting. It's not a big deal. One meeting? Then explain this. It's Luna Spooners for your digital tuners! I love it! I'll draw up a memo. Uh, how do you feel about hovercrafts? Oh, I love hovercrafts. Have you ever wondered why there's no flop stangles on Plutank 5? Well, our company thinks there should be. Yes, yes, yes! How did you get all those recordings? Barda, the Fiscal Accountability and I know what it stands for. To be frank, I'm furious. The financial frivolity you favor so freely is fundamentally flawlessly formulated. Private feed established. Ashby, I hate Farda. Transparency is the worst. How am I supposed to get anything done with Tidwell halfway up my wormhole? Welcome to the government sector, Captain. You want to be in charge of a $60 trillion fund. The beneficiaries need to see exactly how you're managing their money. Tidwell is speaking on their behalf. Ugh, this flirting blows. You are flirting with financial freefall and foolishly flouting frugality in the face of Farta! Please use normal language. You will not invest Pension 5000 funds in any of these ridiculous schemes. The beneficiaries want safe investments with guaranteed returns. Look, Tidwell, I was brought onto the Pension 5000 to be bold. That's why you hired me, remember? Synergy. Innovation. Other impressive-sounding words. I believe we can use our fund to invest in world-changing opportunities and ensure retirement security. I'm not just thinking about the grannies and grampies and gender non-conforming grandparents of today. I'm trying to create a better world for the grammies and grampies and gender non-conforming grandparents of tomorrow. That sounds like corporate nebula talk to me, Calpers. It's my duty to protect the beneficiaries from charismatic hero types like you who are more excited about face floppers than looking after their retirement funds. You're on thin ice, Captain Calpers. Don't think I've forgotten where you came from. A shark never changes its stripes. Sharks don't have stripes. Tiger sharks have stripes! Captain, your immediate attention is necessary. We'll be back to the story in just a minute. But first, let's pause and take a moment to learn about some of the concepts in this episode. Again, I'm sitting with Dr. Ashby Monk, a Stanford faculty member whose work is focused on the management 
of some of the world's biggest investment organizations. Ashby, what exactly is a hedge fund? And why do pension funds invest in hedge funds? A hedge fund is a professional money manager. So they're going to take investment capital, financial capital, and they're going to find opportunities in the world to invest in. Assets, products, services, any number of things. So they're using other people's money to buy more of an asset so that they themselves have a higher risk exposure. And they generally, in theory, make high returns because the investment theory tells us that where you take higher risk in an investment, you should get paid more with higher return. And that is why pension funds, especially in the United States, tend to invest in hedge funds. They have to pay the teachers, the firemen, the policemen their pension at some point down the road. And so the pension funds are building a diversified portfolio of investments. And they will often turn to these professional money managers. We call some venture capitalists, some private equity funds. Um, These ones are hedge funds. And the pension funds look to them to drive higher performance so they can meet their long-term obligations. And what are some of the major challenges with the current hedge fund, pension fund relationship that this episode is addressing? These are organizations that can do things that seem magical. They can generate very high investment returns in areas of the market that seem like otherwise they should be efficient. But the hedge funds bring data, they bring analytics, they bring technology into what we in the industry literally call a black box. And the black box has hidden in it the magic of making investment returns. And so when you go to figure out how much to pay the hedge funds, the hedge funds control the facts. And so they're going to tell you the facts that they want. And so that's ultimately what we're kind of getting to in this fun episode, which is like, how do we level the playing field? How do we get the pension funds to have the resources and their own technology, in this case, Ashby, um, the robot, Ashby, not me, Ashby, to hold the hedge funds accountable and truly unravel what is magic and what is true value-added performance. Captain, your immediate attention is necessary. I'd love to keep talking about this shark thing, Tidwell, but I gotta go now. Bye. Accountability officer, Tid. Incoming hostile interference. What the flart is it? We've been knocked off course. Seems like some type of fiscal tractor beam. Signature unknown. Pull up a visual on the hostile ship. Sweet baby space Jesus. That's a hedge fund transport. Zoom in on the logo. Ah, flart. Is that... Lodestar Management, LLC. My old job. Hostiles are requesting contact. Shall I establish a video feed? No. If we engage, they'll automatically consider us in negotiations. And negotiating with Lodestar is a bad idea. Their request is rather persistent. It always is. Quick, send out a cloaked drone fleet to gather intel. Uh, we lost our drone fleet in last quarter's budget cuts. Flart! Can you at least get a read on their current asset catalog? I'm attempting to, but their ship is cloaked in an extremely convoluted bureaucracy field. Find a loophole. I'm trying. Jod, flam it! Government tech is useless! 
I take offense to that, Avery. I'm one of the most advanced. Aspie. I'm afraid your bot assistant is in violation of protocol. I've detained its consciousness for processing in Lodestar's legal department. Belfort? Good to see you again, Avery. I see you've been climbing the corporate ladder, junior branch manager Bosshard. It's actually Senior Assets Commander Bosshard now. Well, congrats on your promotion, Screethead. This call is terminated. Bye, bitch. Lol, sorry, Avery. You can't terminate the call. I've overridden your telecommunication system. How's it feel to be on the receiving end of corporate tech, Captain Cowpers? Flirt you. Let the negotiations begin. Commencing negotiations. No, 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 no. I do not acknowledge commencement of negotiations. Nice try, Avery. But you're in breach of contract. Lodestar was not pleased when you ran off with one of their prime assets to join the so-called rebellion. The Pension 5000 is a free agent. We're not obligated to do business with you. We'll see about that. Deploy the legal drones. Shift, deploy a legal defense bubble. Buffering. Buffering. <laughs> You're working for the government sector now, Captain. You don't have that type of quick deployment. You should never have left the corporate nebula. Foreign entities detected. Now, place Lodestar back in the Pension 5000's investable asset catalog where it belongs. You can't divest from us. We have guaranteed returns. Guaranteed returns are not guaranteed. I know all your tricks, flart face. You're nothing but a bunch of corporate vampires. That's not what your accountability officer thinks. <laughs> Look at these projections. Ooh, projections. This will really shore up our stability and prudence. Good talk, Tiddles. Agreed, Belfie. That's right. We have cute pet names for each other. That's how much synergy we're generating. Tidwell's been talking to you behind my back? Transparency, my wormhole. You think you're a free agent, Avery, but you work for your beneficiaries now. You're sick, Belfort. Lodestar is corrupt to the core. Once I tell Tidwell what's in your stuff we don't want the public to know file, they'll never agree to your terms. Ah, ah, ah. Are you forgetting the NDA chip Lodestar implanted in your skull? If you try to divulge anything from the stuff we don't want the public to know file, your head will explode. Flart, you screed head. Yeah, that's what I thought, potty mouth. It's over. You have 30 seconds to comply before my drones begin a forced extraction of all your resources, including oxygen. I... I... Oh, and while I've got you here, there's one last thing. Remember that baby you gave up for adoption back at the Financial Training Academy? How how do you know about that? Because it was me! I'm your son, Avery! What? <laughs> Just kidding. I've always wanted to do that. Drones, commence extraction! Danger. Danger. Hall breach imminent. Avery, there's an opening in investor relations at Lodestar. Hand over the pension 5,000 and maybe I'll float your name. Never. Hall breach detected. Atmosphere compromised. Air. Losing air. Seven figures, Avery. 
private spaceport. No more accountability officers. Oxygen levels critical. Atmosphere failure imminent. Must reach emergency oxygen suit. <laughs> You're one of us, Avery. A shark never changes its stripes. I'm talking about a tiger shark, obviously. Total systems failure in 10. Come home, Nine. Avery. Must Eight. break glass. Seven. Of course, Six. I'd be your boss Five. this time around. Four. I'd rather die. Three, two, one. <gasps> You really flirted up this time, Belfie. You're about to be made redundant. How did you get that spacesuit on so fast? What are you doing? <laughs> you can't put this baby in a corner. Engage emergency exit hatch. Emergency hatch engaged. Let's go, Ashby. Eat, scream, flirt, burn. Nat and Veronica, this episode's writers and directors, what spoke to both of you about the relationship between the fairly technical concept of pension funds and the swashbuckling world of space? What were the parallels you wanted to highlight? Well, we just, we felt like we needed a way to translate uh, something that happens inside computers and tied a lot of bureaucracy into something active. So we thought that having these two spaceships that were like, you know, holding all this money and trying to suck it across the universe um, would be an exciting way to like activate what was happening. And also we thought that the tools that pension funds and hedge funds seem to have mirrored some of the like fantastical ways sci-fi can fight and that that might help us bring this down to a level that felt very like exciting to an audience to engage with and and to say like in the end like let's ask the questions about what all these things mean and um I mean, the other thing that we were excited about pointing out with Captain Cowpers is that she is coming from the corporate nebula and comes over to the government sector and is very frustrated by a lot of things. But something Ashby's was talking to us about is that we need the people who come from the corporate world who understand the, all the mechanisms that they have at their disposal to come in to these pension funds, to the sovereign funds, to the grants, to use those tools, those really like more muscular or just ways of thinking, because even if the government sector doesn't have the tools, they might be able to use new, different tools, which is what Ashby brings in. Right. Uh, the character of Ashby, not <laughs> the real... Well, maybe the real Ashby, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we also just wanted to do a sci-fi. <laughs> Ashby! Ashby, wake up! We're through the bureaucracy shield. Come back online. Ashby! Most advanced AI systems ever made. Wait, why are we in free space perilously clinging to the exterior of a hostile enemy vessel? I don't know. I'm improvising. Humans are insane. Ashby, work with me. We've got to show Lodestar for the steaming pile of screed they really are. Wait, is there anything in Farda we can use? Mm, yes. In the Federal Acquisition Regulation Clause 52-204-10-53-1. What does it say? Pension funds have the right to access a full breakdown of hedge fund budgets. That's it. 
How do we apply that clause? I need to connect to a stuff we don't want the public to know, file port, and run the contents through my legal jargon translator. But I don't have access to a schematic. How are we going to find one tiny top secret port on this huge ship? I used to command this huge ship, Ashby. I know that port. Hold on. <sighs> Working. Exerting effort. Struggling. Struggling. There it is. Docking. Connection initializing. Incoming call from Accountability Officer Tidwell. Remember, I am permitted to decline a call during an extreme emergency. This definitely counts as that. No, put me through. Captain Cowper's I Holy scree, what the flood is going on? Tidwell, I know you talked to Lodestar behind my back. I... I would never... There's no time. I need to show you something. Ashby, are you ready? Confirmed. Download complete. Transmitting Lodestar top secret files to Officer Tidwell's feed. Look, it's the contents of Lodestar's stuff we don't want the public to know file. Oh my god! I've never seen something so disgusting. They're screwing us! See, Tiddles? Belfi never had prudence in mind. He just wanted to suckle away all the cash he could from the Pension 5000. And yes, I did hear about your stupid pet names, and I'm totally not jealous. I'm gonna barf. Hold it. I have to tell the beneficiaries. Post the files to the public feed. Let everyone see Lodestar's dirty undies. Uploading now. And post. This is unconscionable. What's happening? The beneficiaries are calling to cancel all negotiations. Lodestar. That's right. Can you feel the heat, Belfi? No! My money! Take that, screedhead. Transparency is the best! That was a quick 180. I've deployed a fleet of repair drones to the Pension 5000. You better get back on board. That was quick, Tidwell. Not everything in the government sector is slow, if you just know the right strings to pull. Ashby, get us back to the ship before this belfy blows. Aye, aye, Captain. No! You'll pay for this, Lodestar, more like explode star. Atmosphere recalibrated. This ship is feeling fly as flard. We did it, accountability officer Tidwell. Call me Tidwell. How about Tiddles? Hard no. Okay, I'm gonna get you to come around to it. I've completed my analysis of Captain Cowper's potential investment portfolio. It seems Flopface is projected to have large financial margins and an impressive growth rate over time. So Flopface is a prudent investment after all. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful synergy. Now let's talk about getting some Flarp Stangles on Blue Tank 5. Did you know there's a huge Flarp Stangle shortage? So? Okay, I admit, that was amazing. I feel like I want to call my 401k and demand full financial transparency. Right? Huh. You want to watch another one? Flart, yeah. To end this episode, let's hear from our collaborators one last time. Nat and Veronica, I'm curious. 
Had either of you ever thought about the concepts of pensions, hedge fund oversight, or shareholder activism before working with Ashby on this episode? Well, I personally have thought about it every single day of my entire life up until no, no, we haven't. I, I don't think either of us had ever thought about this subject before. And it was definitely a steep learning curve for us to even have a workable enough grasp on what Ashby does and thinks about and works on in order to uh, make this episode. Yeah, we had not been looking at the world through this lens of how money moves in this really big way. And then also in one of our conversations, Ashley was talking about how the out of the top 400 richest people in America, 100 of them are financial advisors who don't make or invent anything. And so also this idea of the hedge funds as being people who are like, are creating money for the pension funds, but on top of that are just skimming off the fat constantly. And that's just not being questioned because what they're doing is so encased in all this language that even Nat and I were like, what? We can't understand. But if people and all the pension fund holders got up and said, no, like what is going on? That we actually do hold power in that space. Ashby, it sounds like we still have a ways to go to get to the type of pension and investment approach that exists in this future timeline. Often in finance, it feels like things are set in stone. Can we really change how these funds operate? What can any one of us do to bring that future closer? You can change how these funds operate. Like Harvard Management Company announced it would divest from fossil fuels. That was a student-led initiative which followed University of California, where I was a consultant for a long time in 2020, divesting from fossil fuels. So if you are someone passionate about big problems in the world, you can target these asset owners. You follow the money from the hedge funds, through the placement agents and the consultants, all the way back to somewhere. Do you know where that place is? That's the pension funds. It's $120 trillion sitting in these organizations in endowments, in foundations, in sovereign funds. We call them pension funds in this fun podcast, but the reality is they're the base of capitalism. And so if you want capitalism to function more effectively with more equality and sustainability and resilience, you go to the base. And that's what's happening at Harvard right now. For a long time, the management company said, we're not gonna pay attention to these students. And the students didn't give up. And then the president of the university says, guess what, we're listening to the students. We're gonna divest from fossil fuels. So there is a path here, hopefully coming out of this podcast for a whole generation of activists to go be more serious and more proactive in engaging in the asset owners that are part of their community. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed your trip into the future and can now see the light ahead a little more clearly. The Light Ahead is a production of Avalon Story and Beloved Economies. Based on six years of research in collaboration with over 100 groups across the U.S., the Beloved Economies campaign is sharing stories, practices, tools, and tips to expand imaginations of what is possible for our economy. Avalon Story is a center of practice based in Ketchum, Idaho, 
to help birth the future of story by investigating two questions. What does story need to be to build us a bridge to a more beautiful future? And what does the business of story need to be to serve as a vehicle for the same? The Light Ahead is a Beloved Economies and Avalon Story production made in partnership with Frequency Media. I'm your host, Makia Martin. The Light Ahead was co-created by Naomi McDougall-Jones and Jess Remington. It is executive produced by Naomi McDougall-Jones, who is also our showrunner of Avalon Story, Joanna Saya and Jess Remington of Beloved Economies, and Michelle Corey of Frequency Media. It is produced by Lila Yontube and Heidi Rudvotes and co-produced by Lauren Ressler and Sonia Sarkar of Beloved Economies. The fictional portion of this episode was produced by Avalon Story, written and directed by Nat and Veronica Moonhill, based on conversations with and the ideas of Dr. Ashby Monk of the Global Project Center at Stanford University. Featuring performances by Noel S. Berkeley, Katrina Davis, Nat Moonhill, Veronica Moonhill, Matt Standley, and Madeline Wise. Production coordinated by Marley Newman. Sound design by John Flores. Sound mix by Rick Schnupp. And our sound intern was Alan Lindsay. The nonfiction portion of this episode was produced by Frequency Media with dialogue editing by Sydney Evans and mixing by Matthew Ernest Filler. Our theme music was written and performed by Alicia K. Hall, Jeffrey Archie, and B.I.G. Patty. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found.